Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode six of the In the Pocket podcast. I am your host, Kevin Chip Yinyard, and I am super excited that you took the time out on this Friday night to hang out with us. Uh, we have a lot of information, a lot of ground to cover, and I'm so honored tonight to have a living legend with me tonight. Oh, man, uh, I come from the era of reading credits and CDs and going to Sam Goody and, and Best Buy and, and FYE and buying CDs and actually opening the feeling you get from tearing the plastic open when you buy your favorite album to support your artist. There's no feeling like that. And so I come from that era and, and especially in gospel music, we wanted to know who was playing the records. We wanted to read the J card as they called it or the CD booklet. We would buy our cassettes, we would save our money, we would read the credits and find out who was playing these records that we love so much because we had to learn them in church. We had to learn them and perfect them. You know, we had no internet, there was no streaming. So you had to save your money, you had to ask your parents for money, you had to earn money to go get these CDs and these projects. And so this gentleman was one of my inspirations. I'm not a keyboard player, but I am a producer. And I learned so much from listening to this man. Uh, his approach to music, as I said in the demo, in the, in the promo, it changed my life because he was doing things that were so musical, that were so uh, foundational in music. He changed the scope of gospel music, the sound of gospel music. Gospel music had a sound a certain way. And said came on and changed the way that music was being projected. He has worked with some legendary artists uh, and we'll name all of them and we'll talk about them and how he met them and how he came about to know them. But he, uh, aside from him being a Grammy winning, stellar award winning producer, uh, a keyboard legend, you know, his sound is is crazy. Um, all the chords, the ballads, the, the, the upbeats, the intros, you know, all of those great things that he provided. He's a nice guy. Every time I've met this man, he has not looked down on me. He has not stuck his nose up at me. He has not pushed me off and gave me the eye doc. You know, no convention talk. It's always been sincere conversation. And so when I reached out to him to do the pod, um, he said yes with no problem. And I'm honored to, you know, God has given me favor with great people. And I'm so happy that I can talk to these people and have them come on on my platform and share these great stories with you. So without any further ado, let's bring to the pod one of the most influential people in music, a good friend of mine, a mentor, uh, a silent mentor. He doesn't even know. I've been studying his work for many years, and I like to bring to the pod my friend, uh, a mentor of mine, Cedric Thompson. <laughs> Sad, what's up, man? My brother, man, listen, I am uh, elated being here, and yeah. I'm humbled that you asked me to be a part. I love you, man, and I love what you're doing. And, you know, again, you know, uh, all of those accolades, you know, uh, I appreciate it. I'm I'm so humbled, really. Yeah. I, no, I man. Really am, man. See, the thing is, you, you've done so much. And a lot of, like, the platform that I have, I want to also get the information from you on how you got where you are. But okay. I also want to take the time to salute you oh, for wow. all the great things you've done. And then in that, with all your status, you never change. You've always been a kind person, approachable person. And that makes that that does a lot. You know, it, it helps people that aspire to be like you. You're easy to you're very approachable and easy to talk to. So I'm grateful to have you come on. I mean, the, the, the caliber of musician that you are. Um, and we know we all know people that are great at their craft, but they're not nice people. Most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, uh uh didn't mean to cut you off, but no, it's fine. I always have a saying. 
uh, and uh, everybody that knows me, you know, uh, know that I stand by this, you know, and with me, um, it doesn't matter how great you are, you know, and I've said this on many occasions, yes. you know, but if your, if your uh, character and your integrity doesn't match up, mm-hmm. you know, we can't do it together, you know, yeah, and, you know, uh, that's important to me. Of course. You know, because, you know, like you said, you know, growing up, you know, I've witnessed and experienced those, you know, that uh, look down upon you, yeah. you know, and, and of course, you know, that's just not my character naturally. But but, you know, I've always, you know, not wanted to be that guy. Yeah. You know, so uh, I appreciate you saying that. man. No problem. Uh, I always ask the, one of the first things I talk to people on when they come on is how I first were, was introduced to that that guest. And so. With you, naturally, your legend preceded you. I'm from the north. I'm from Connecticut. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you know, me and Ira, Ira Noise, we grew up reading album credits, and oh, wow. we grew up studying music and studying the greats. We we were church kids, preachers mm-hmm. kids, and we, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm excited about this episode because you're a church guy. Almost definitely, to <laughs> yes, heart. sir. All you the know, way. <laughs> you can play anything, but you are a church guy, and I love that because you are true to gospel music. Uh, I appreciate that, man. I'm gonna tell you, I uh, I battled with that uh, early in my career, actually. Okay. You, you know, because uh, uh, everything was shifting mm-hmm. in the business, and of course, sound wise as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, but but so um, I was I was trying to uh, figure out, you know, whether or not do I fit into yeah. what's happening, you know, mm-hmm. and, and God, uh, uh, told me, you know, that he was going to bless me and, and what I do if I remain true to who I was, mm-hmm. you know, and ironically, uh, I think my wife, uh, Lejeune, uh, knew that I was kind of struggling with that as mm-hmm. well. And she ministered to me and, and told me though, told me those exact words that God had uh, uh, placed in my heart and, yeah. and and the words that God had uh, laid upon me. So uh, with that, you know, I I said, you know, well, uh, never look back. And uh, 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 a saying I always have as well is, you know, not to be a counterfeit. Yeah. You know, so so I was just uh, I just always tried to be the best me, you know, that I could represent. I tell my wife all the time, you know, as a creative Ideas come to us all the time. Most definitely. So it doesn't matter who else does does something. If you're the original, if you're the authentic, it's always going to shine. It's always going to come through. Most definitely. And it Most doesn't definitely. matter who did it after you, mm-hmm. because you did it first and you did it best. Oh wow, I appreciate that. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, you don't understand, said like I, I'm geeking over here. I'm a, I'm a little kid right now, <laughs> and we've talked before. But I mean, I think my first introduction to you probably was. Hearing you probably on Bible stories, right? Okay. Um, you know, everybody was a huge Kevin Bond fan. And right. of course, we're reading the credits and we see your name okay. on there and you're playing organ and other things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got to study, you know, and then when people would come to town, we would be looking for those people to put a face to the name because there was no internet, you know, right. to know how people looked. Exactly. exactly. And so you would have to lean on other people to know. Is that Cedric? Is that Cedric? We would see Danny. We didn't know who was who. Right. You know? So, right, oh, that's right. it. Okay. And so we would put the name. And so I think the Rodney Bryant record, I don't know if that came first or after that, but I think that was the first record I heard you produce on your own. Um, okay. 
That was after. Yeah. That, that was after. Episodes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that, that was kind of my introduction. But then as a young man, I became a professional musician and I started touring with you for praise with JJ. Mm-hmm, most definitely. And we did a concert in Charlotte and we opened up for y'all. And I don't know if you remember. Okay. I had to be like 22 or 23 and you were there and Danny was there and Coon was there. Yeah. And it was it was one of the most eye-opening experiences because we got to open it. We thought we did pretty good. Yeah, but y'all did. Y'all, yeah, okay, you yeah, remember yeah, that day? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, wow, wow. <laughs> we were just getting started. I don't even think we were signed then or anything, but we were so happy to be in Carolina and we had a chance to open up for Donald Lawrence in Tri-City. Mm-hmm. And you guys were all there, big dogs. And we were so, we were 20 years old, 22 years old, <laughs> nervous. And, you oh, know, my. Just, 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 uh, in starstruck, you know, just to be in you guys' presence. And we did pretty well. And then, but you guys came on and just did a master class. And oh, it wow. was just, it was incredible. And we all just went home fired up. And I think that's what music is supposed to do, right? Music is supposed to inspire you, right? It's, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, um, uh, that's what well that's one of the reasons why we should do it you know yeah. and and to be able to plant seed you know mm-hmm. uh into the uh into the kingdom world you know mm-hmm. and not just the kingdom world but even outside of you know uh what we consider the church walls yeah you know uh and uh with that you know our job is to you know also pass the mantle yes. as well you know and at the same time while we're doing that you know, uh, uh, don't forget uh, the shoulders that we also stand upon. Yes, sir. You know, uh, we definitely, uh, we live in a, a society that's real quick to counsel, you yeah. know, and uh, very dismissive, you know, but but uh, 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 we all had to learn from somewhere and from somebody. Yeah. You know, so so uh, if I think, you know, if we are, uh, uh, not so quick to to be dismissive with that, you mm-hmm. know. Then I think purpose would still be served in a much better aspect, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were reading those credits, man. We Reggie Graves and Mel Gray, and we oh, knew yeah. your whole squad, bro. We knew <laughs> we knew your whole squad, and we were looking to see to put a, a face to the name. And so that that definitely changed my life, and and made us fired us up when we came home. We told Ira because Ira wasn't with us on that trip. We came okay. home and told him about it, and we rehearsed extra long just to, oh, wow. because you guys have put the fire in us. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a blessing, man. Yeah, man. So I, I appreciate you, and I just wanted to honor you in that moment uh, as a young man getting to see you for the first time live, and it was literally life-changing. There's few oh, wow. moments like that. When I met Joe Wilson at SOP, and then when okay. I met you, oh, wow. and then a couple others, but those were like memories that I'll never forget, and that was 20-something years ago. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> time flies. <laughs> time flies. But we look good, though. Most definitely. Come on now. <laughs> Keeping it up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So let's get started. So I was, I've been doing some research on you and studying all week. Um, and I found out you're not originally from North Carolina. You're from South Carolina. Tell us about that. I'm from Anderson, South Carolina. Yes, sir. Uh, and, and for those that are not familiar with Anderson, uh, they may be more familiar with Greenville, South Carolina. Okay. And, and Greenville uh, is 30 miles above Anderson. Yeah. So so uh, if you're going to 85, you know, you go through Anderson on your way to Georgia or so. Yeah. Uh, so so um, uh, that's where I'm from, Anderson, South Carolina. Nice. I, I was just in Greenville last week and I, I did a, some work out there, but um, I'm, I live in Atlanta now. So we just drove okay. us about yeah. two and a half hours out that way. So yeah. 
yep, my yep. wife and I were out there just hanging out. Beautiful city, beautiful area. It is. It is. Yes, sir. So being in Anderson, was there a strong musical presence there? Like, Oh, to be honest with you, not really. Okay. Uh, not necessarily in in Anderson uh, itself. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, uh, most of the time uh, uh, we would the big things that were happening uh, around Anderson was, okay. you know, like, like I said, in Greenville mm -hmm. also. And uh, a few things, you know, would come to Anderson, but no, uh, I basically, um, my father's side okay. uh, uh, is the uh, musical side of the family. Yes, sir. Uh, so uh, I was raised uh, by my grandparents and um, um, my grandmother started me out. Okay. You know, Did she uh, play? She played. Awesome. And, and uh, she was a, a choir, director, uh, choir director as well. Nice. So uh, uh, she started me out at three. and uh, Three years old. Wow. At, at three years old. And uh, at the time, I was too young, uh, of course, you know, to take uh, uh, former training or whatnot. So when I became of age um, at six years old, uh, I started taking formal training. Wow. And uh, uh, I started out as a classical guy. Whoa. Yeah, so uh that makes uh, sense though with those arpeggios you play in your music. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so uh uh that's that's definitely you know embedding in what I do. Yes, sir. Uh so um and um uh I always say uh I don't know if I'm moving ahead of you. Uh that's fine. But um I always say jokingly, you know, that 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 God tricked me. You mm -hmm. know, because, uh, because uh, my brother and I used to sing as a uh, duo. Wow, you sing too. Uh, don't let that be known, though. <laughs> Not outside the studio. No, because I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll figure. I'll tell you why. But go ahead. I want to okay. hear your point. Yeah, uh, and and um, so um, our cousin at the time played for us. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but there were times where. Uh, 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 he, he didn't show up, so oh, I had cause. to come on, cuz yeah, that part, that part, <laughs> man. So I had to learn, you know, those those songs that we were singing, uh, mm -hmm. singing, yeah. And uh, so, so from there, um, you know, I, I started playing, uh, playing uh, at my church, church home, uh, at 12. Wow, and and um, uh, full services or just the youth choir for uh. Full services. Wow. No, 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 no. no. Uh, so, so uh, uh, let me back up. So initially, it was just the youth choir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just the youth choir, and about a year uh, after that, uh, I started playing for the full service. Oh, you were hungry. That, yeah. Oh, that yeah. Gift, that gift came most definitely. You know. Yeah. And and, uh, and uh, they started paying me uh, uh, thanks to my grandfather. You know, he was like, you know, you all are not going to use my grandson if, if right. you're going to have him play. You know. Uh, uh, you're going to have to pay him, you know, so. So and what church uh, was this? Oh, uh, welfare. Welfare. Baptist church. Yes, sir. Baptist church. Uh, and um, so um, from there, uh, I also uh, uh, started teaching the uh, younger, the choir wow. as well. And, and uh, you know, everything just started blossoming and moving forward from there. So this is the rite of passage that we've all gone through, right? As church, as church kids and musicians, right? Mm -hmm. We're in church. We're on. We're sitting on the front row. We're watching everybody ahead of us. Right. We're waiting for our chance, and What's then that? we finally get our chance. You know that. Do you feel like that is a lost art because that doesn't happen as much anymore because church is a different way now? 
I really do, you know, yeah. and, and um, I feel like, you know, it's a lost art um, also because of uh, uh, social media as yes. well. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, you know, at the same time, you know, social media, you know, can be a blessing. And at the same time, I think sometimes it can handicap you. Yeah. You know, uh, but but most definitely, you know, I, I do think that it's a lost art, you know, that that we don't have those firsthand experiences. Yes. You know, and now, you know, because of the way the music ministries are structured in the church. Yes. You know, so uh, 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 and ironically, uh, that was a conversation that my wife and I just just had a wow. couple of days ago. You know how how. Um, you know, we we hate that the experiences that we we had, and, and of course, you know, with, with each generation, yeah, things evolve. You know, it, things evolve, but yeah. but but you know, some things you know, you you just wish that you were still able to cling and, and cherish, yeah, you know, and 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 uh, you, you know that another generation was able to experience, you know. So it's some of those things, you know, that we hate that, you know, like our grandkids as well. Mm -hmm you know, uh, won't get to experience, you know, yeah. but, but, uh, uh, I do think, you know, that even, you know, just from sitting back, you know, uh, listening, seeing and, and observing in the whole nine, uh, and, and, and just being a sponge to that, yes, you know, that we definitely, you know, miss that, you know, because now, you know, every, you know, yeah. we're, we're in a microwave generation as mm -hmm. well. You know, and and I'm not saying that necessarily everything is wrong with that, mm -hmm. you know, but I think in that sometimes I think there are some foundational things, you know, that uh, that are lost. Do you think we missed it? We're missing the element of paying dues. I really do. Yeah, I agree. I, I really do. You know, because now, you know, uh, uh, now, you know, once someone is jumping on, you know, they're expecting, that, you know, to get or or. <laughs> to get the same treatment as someone who has already built the resume. Absolutely. You know, so so and, and and to to my point earlier with with being, you know, this microwave generation. Yeah. You know, and and, and I'm not necessarily just blaming it on all the on all this uh on this generation, you know, because like you said, you know, a lot of a lot of the things that uh are happening now because of the lack of we have to take the blame uh, as well. Yeah. You know, you know, because like you said earlier, you know, a lot of a lot of the things that uh, we learned, you know, we've moved on without uh, uh, teaching others or without passing down the information that we have or, mm -hmm. you know, being able to help, you know, uh, open different avenues for others yes. as yeah. well. You know, so so a lot of that, you know, we have to take the blame for uh, and you know, some of the generation before us have to take the blame for us. Yeah, and like it's a domino effect. Yeah, it's a domino it effect. You know, gradually happen. Yeah, I understand. Most, de most definitely. So you playing at welfare at twelve? Are, is it going through your mind that I, I have a gift that I'm special? Not really. No, no uh, uh, because it's it's because number one, I was doing what I love to do. Yes. You know, so and and hungry at it, you know, so uh, uh, to be honest with you, I didn't re really realize the gift part of it until I had uh, uh, moved away to go to school. OK, you know, I, and, to college, to college. Yes, sir. Okay. And, and uh, uh, Johnson C. Smith, 
uh, here in Charlotte, and and that's when I started playing for. Uh, well, at the time, he wasn't a pastor, uh, uh, Pastor John P. Key. And and uh, first so, gig, your first gig was John Key. Yeah, uh, my first uh, uh, professional gig. Yes, sir. Uh, was with Pastor Key. Yeah. And, and uh, ironically, uh, I had I had met him what maybe two two years or so prior. Mm -hmm. uh, we used to go every year to the uh, GMWA. Yeah. And uh, uh, even as a young a young kid, because my grandmother she was also a, a chapter rep. Wow. So uh, uh, so we went every year, and then once I started playing. Uh, uh, with the uh, with the choir, uh, well, before I took over, she was also the director over the younger choir as well. So, wow. so we used to take the choir to the GMWA as well. So, did that and open your mind? Did that open your mind to professional music? That did. That yes. experience it really okay. did. You know, okay. uh, and uh, so uh, this particular year, it was in New York, and. Uh, um, the song that I was playing for the for the youth bass choir concert, uh, uh, John Key happened to be directing the same song. Wow! Uh, and uh, uh, afterwards, I don't know how he found me, but but he found me, and uh, you know, he just more so just gave me words of encouragement. Yeah. And uh, so um, about it about uh, about what era is this? What what era is this? Do you think? So, so this is roughly around 85. Okay, great. This is around 85 uh, because in 86, uh, he, he, uh, he did a, a workshop uh, in our area. Wow. And uh, um, uh, they called me to actually play for his workshop. So, uh, and I'm sure you were, you were like this growing up, you know, you learned everybody's music. Yes. You know, <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, I was like that as well. And um, so um, by that time, I knew uh, all of his uh, all of his music or, or at least the music that was on the records. Yeah. Uh, so um, I played for his workshop uh, and I'm fast forwarding now to uh, uh, going off to Johnson C. Smith. Yeah. College. And, college and yeah. and uh so so i started playing with the gospel choir and uh, uh the person that was the director over the choir they were sick uh and had to take a uh medical leave mm. so 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 um i started teaching the choir wow. uh we rehearsed on thursdays and so i remember and you already had experience from doing teaching when you were younger at welfare most definitely yeah most definitely. you're already prepared and already prepared yeah. Uh, so I remember um, this one particular night after rehearsal, uh, uh, my buddy uh, and myself, we were going down the street to go grab uh, a sandwich. Yeah. And uh, as we were walking down the street uh, um, from the campus, um, we can hear this music happening, you know, and, and the further we get to it uh, and could decipher what was happening. Uh, I heard this voice, and I was I was telling him I was like, man, whoever this guy is, uh, loves himself from John P. Key because he sounds just <laughs> like John P. Key, man. Right. And, and the closer we got to it, uh, I was like, man, this guy loves himself from John P. <laughs> Key, man. <'Cause laughs> he got John packed down. Yeah. So 
so the closer we got, we we realized that uh, from the sandwich shop, the church was right across the street wow. where, where the music was coming from. And, yeah. and they had their doors open. So I was like, yeah. uh, let's go in and check it out. Mm-hmm. So we went in. And, and we're standing in in the doorway, uh, and uh, 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 it was him uh, and and his choir, New Life. Yeah, right. And he he recognized me standing in the door and motioned for me to come up. I played the the uh, rest of the rehearsal. Wow. Uh, uh, I played the. Uh, he wanted me to come back for the next week, and then it was two weeks later. Uh, he asked me to go uh, uh, to go to Texas with him, and from wow. there, I, I became his uh, music director. Oh my goodness! Just walking in off the street, just walking in, <laughs> just walking in off the street, man. You know, and and so that's another thing I always say. You know, you never take for granted those chance encounters. Yeah, and that kind of was your introduction to the industry, kind of right? Most definitely, most yeah. definitely, it was. Wow. Yeah, and I'm sure you have like many decades of friendships from that 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 uh friendship or that uh, occurrence that you had oh most definitely yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, uh built a lot of uh relationships from that so was it a culture shock to go from anderson to charlotte it was really you know because uh you know there's um there wasn't much to do in anderson okay you know uh and uh so so basically all we did you know um i was in sports as okay. well yeah so so uh for me you know if it wasn't sports uh it was music yeah you, you know what sports and, were you into were you into uh uh all three uh football basketball and and baseball and baseball That's awesome. and so, so so baseball uh was actually my main sport wow uh but um uh, so if I wasn't doing sports, I, I was in music, and and I mean even to the point that, you know, uh, uh, there were a few times I actually missed picture day because my my grandmother was like, no, you got to be at rehearsal. Oh yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You know? So so um, uh, like I said, you know, so uh, other than that, you know, uh, there wasn't a lot to do in Anderson. So so moving off to to Charlotte, you know, yeah. was uh, was a bit of a little shop, but n- not as much because we would visit mm-hmm. Charlotte okay, uh, often. Uh, uh, often because uh, uh, I had family here. My right. grandmother, uh, her siblings, uh, oh, actually wow. lived, lived here in Charlotte as well. Oh, that's awesome. So it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that, that no. far off from family. No, they helped out. Yeah. So if you weren't a professional musician that you are today, what would you be? What did you want uh, to be if you or did you always want to be a musician? Well, I want to be a musician. And, and so if I wasn't in the music, I would have been playing baseball. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. What position? You pitching? Pitcher, pitcher and shortstop. Shortstop. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I love I love hearing that story of of you know, what if, you know, like I talk to different exactly. people and they, they tell me different things. So most definitely, yeah. That's super cool. Um so we're in Charlotte now, right? And you mm-hmm. kind of made your home. I, I don't know if you still reside in Charlotte now, but you've been in yeah. that area for quite a quite a while. So there's a, there's a few cities like New York, Chicago, Philly, L.A., Houston, Memphis, and Detroit that just breed great musicians, right? You know, from Most being definitely. on the road, you know, oh, yeah. when you go to L.A. or you go to Philly, you know, you're going to hear some good music, right? Exactly. The Carolinas have a lot of secrets. So I want to know about your your family tree, your musical tree in 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 the Charlotte and 
I'll say North and South Carolina because you guys call them the Carolinas, right? Yeah, yeah. So tell me about your musical tree, the people that you came up with, the people mm-hmm. that you worked with, and then also the people that you gave exposure to. Okay. So kind of uh, like the, the branch of your 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 legacy, kind of. Most definitely, most definitely. So um, growing up, again, going back to my early years, mm-hmm. um, there was, uh, outside of my grandmother, uh, there was this, there, there were two, three, three guys that I looked up to back home. Yeah. And, uh, one was, uh, uh this guy by the name of, uh, Leonard Johnson. And, and, uh, <clears throat> he was also, uh, uh, teaching at the, uh, university at Anderson as well. And he had a, uh, uh, a choir, it was called the, Johnson Ensemble, I think it was. Okay. And uh he just had a way of of um flowing. Yeah. You know? Okay. And I, I always I, I don't know why I picked this word, but I always called it silky. Okay. You know. Uh <laughs> smooth so with it. It was very smooth. Yeah. Uh so it was it was he, uh a guy by the name of Michael Michael Henderson. Okay. And uh, he also played at the, uh, we played at the same church. Yes, sir. And, uh, so, so, so he was on organ and, and he just had this uh, uh, aggressive approach to it, but mm-hmm. tasteful. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and uh, so it, it was, it was those two. And uh, this guy by the name of Richard Odom. Richard Odom. Okay. And, and, and Richard Odom at the time, uh, uh, was was with uh this was before tri city uh was with donald oh wow yeah and and uh uh, uh richard was uh, uh was over tri city at the time and uh, uh uh richard i mean uh uh richard was just a phenomenal musician and singer wow. and teacher as well so yes sir so so i looked up to those guys and even then growing up Mainly, I, I always though gravitated to um, uh, Thomas Whitfield and, and uh, Oscar Peterson. Yes, sir. You know, and uh, uh, I remember uh, uh, getting ready for uh, for school one morning, and uh, I was um, uh, putting my clothes on. Mm-hmm. Had the radio uh, radio going, and right. it, it was. Um, uh, of the gospel station playing and I heard the song uh, and the ironic thing about this particular uh, scenario was that the song that I heard I had heard it before at the GMWA because this, oh, wow. this guy Stephen Roberts uh, uh, presented it and, and taught it to the choir Yeah, and they recorded it that particular year and he had uh, Daryl Coley leading it and the name of the song was Nobody But Jesus. Wow. Uh, so uh, I heard this crazy intro. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was like a big glitz on the piano. And he went through that whole segment. And then uh, I heard the voice of, of Vanessa Bell Armstrong. Wow. And then when they got into uh, uh, when they got into the, uh, the course of the song, I was like, wait a minute. I remember the song. Yeah. And, and literally... I called the radio station. Uh, <laughs> uh, I had the at that time I was I was uh, fourteen. 
Wow. I called the radio station and uh, uh, I wanted to know. I wanted to know who was playing it and who produced it because I was, uh, like yourself, I was one of those, I was engulfed in, in credits. Yes, sir. You know, I wanted to know, you know, who were making these sounds, you know, mm -hmm. who were producing these records and the whole nine. Yeah. You know, and, and he told me, uh, Thomas Whitfield, wow. you know, so from the checks that I was getting from the church, I went straight to the <laughs> music store and yeah. bought, bought every LP that had Thomas Whitfield name on it. Yeah, man. You know, and, and, and since then, you know, it, it's been Thomas Whitfield. So, you know, from there, um, it, it, um, uh, I now migrate to, to, uh, North Carolina mm -hmm. and, uh, and here, you know, uh, uh, there was this young man by the name of, uh, of, uh, Michael Smith. Uh, I think he's passing now in, okay. in, in Marion, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, th that, uh, inspired me as well. And, yeah. uh, uh, so, uh, uh, I, uh, Lejeune and I, after, uh, because I met Lejeune with Pastor Key. Yes. And, uh, so, so, uh, after, after, um, uh, our time with Pastor Key, we moved to, well, actually, I followed her to Fayetteville, in North Carolina. Nice. Uh, uh smart man. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> she's from Greensboro, but, but, oh, wow. But uh, her and and her mom, they uh, they grew up up under uh, this ministry uh, in um, uh, the uh, what was the lady's name? Uh, uh, Mother Lady Cohen. Okay. And she had a grandson by the name of uh, Donnie Graves, Bishop mm. Donnie Graves. Yes. And uh, so so uh, uh, so the June them they grew up under their ministry. Okay. And uh, so she she had recorded a song on his project. And, uh, so, so they were going to Atlanta, mm. uh, and, and I followed her. Uh, and, uh, uh, he remembered me because, uh, when I was with, uh, Pastor Key, we yes, had done sir. a concert in Fayetteville. So he asked me to play. Wow. Uh, and ironically the next week was their convocation coming up. So he asked me to play for that week. Yeah. After that, you know, uh, uh, I'm, I'm living in Fayetteville. Yeah, and, uh, I'm sure. So, so uh, uh, and there, so, uh, you know, have relationships. I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Becky White. No, sir. Uh, uh, Becky White is the mother of, uh, are you familiar with the uh, actor Dennis White? No, maybe by face. Yeah, Dennis played, uh, oh, God, he, he was in the uh, 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 the Biggest Smalls movie. Oh wow! Uh, and, and, and he played. He was the uh, best friend to uh Small. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. So so uh wow uh uh, uh she, she was there and it was a host of musicians. Yeah. And uh, uh because uh and un unknowingly mm -hmm. that Bishop Graves was a uh, uh recording artist himself. He is. Yeah. You know, so so uh, you know, so having those experiences mm -hmm. and, and everything, you know, just keep uh, it kept you know catapulting and, and moving forward from there. And so you align yourself. You're in Fayetteville, and uh, are you are you establishing a band when you get there? Or is there a band already there when you get when you get to Fayetteville? So there's a uh, so at the time, really, not necessarily a band. It was. Uh, uh, 
pianist, organ, and drums. Yeah. Okay. That's all it was, you know, yeah, piano, yeah. organ, and drums. And, right. and, and so I'm uh, uh, I'm the organist mm -hmm. at this time now. And and uh, uh, so we start slowly, you know, start putting together, you know, those elements. Yes. Yes. You know, and and uh, um, um, from there, I um, um, got the call from Donna Lawrence while, yes. while, while we were in Fayetteville. Okay. Uh, because I had, um, uh, we had formed this group called The Promise. Yes, sir. And uh, and even th the way that that group was formed, uh, there was a um, event every year called the Wajo Awards. And uh, 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 the alternative name for it as well was the Black and White Ball. And uh, so. I got a uh, surprise for you. Look. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I told oh, you I was man. doing my research. Y yes, sir. Yes, that, sir. That's the promise, that's, right? That's the game. Yes, sir. That's the promise. Daryl, Walter, Lynn, Lejeune, yeah. and Teresa. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's awesome. And and uh, so uh, so so um, we were formed. Um, uh, the guy who was over the Wajo Awards this particular year, he he wanted to have the previous, uh, uh, some of the previous winners to do a rendition of the uh, 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 Negro, An uh, Negro National. Anthem, yeah, yeah, National yeah. Anthem. Yes, sir. So so uh, I I did a arrangement of that as well, and so so with the group, you know. Uh, it it felt good, mm -hmm. and and uh, you know so so uh, they were pondering the idea of maybe continuing on. Mm -hmm. So so out of that, uh, a few of us uh, kept it going, and from there the group uh, Promise was uh, was formed. Wow. So I had I had uh, uh, written this piece called Magnifier. Yeah, and um, um, Donald had called me to to um, he wanted to record magnify him wow. with with uh rodney posey he was doing rodney posey's first mm, record yeah and uh uh the the choir women of chester mass choir had just recorded magnify him the week before he called oh wow yeah so so i told him i said uh um it's coming out on, on uh, women of chester mass choir so he wanted me to come up with another song Ooh. That was, you know, kind of similar. So I came up with this this uh, piece called "The Praise." Okay. That uh, 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 Rodney did with a uh, Twinkie on that on Ooh. that project. So while he was mixing it, he invited Lejeune and I to come down to Charlotte. Uh, so we came down to Charlotte, sat with him, and uh, at that time he he invited me to to be a part of his production team. Wow. Because uh, I think shortly there, you know, I think Kevin was getting ready to. Uh, uh, be on his way out yeah as well so uh, uh i became that's when i became a part of the team and who was and on the team at that point at that point it was uh uh myself kevin um uh, jeremy haynes Jigga. Uh, yeah and, <laughs> and, and, and uh, mel gray so at that point uh we didn't have a guitar player okay uh uh, uh it was mel gray on bass yeah and uh, so um, uh, I took the helm of uh, MD roughly about two years after mm -hmm. or so. And uh, 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 following that, uh, 
when when Danny became a part, Donald had done this this recording for um, uh, Ricky Dillon. I, I think it was the Work It Out record. Ooh. And and we were getting ready for uh, Karen's finally Karen's record. Mm. And uh, uh, so Donald's like, hey, he said, I want you to check this this uh, uh, this kid out. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and, and uh, so uh, we. How thought, was how was Danny then? Danny, oh man, what Danny? I can't remember the his precise age at that time, but it was early twenties. Early twenties, young. It man. was early twenties. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so uh, 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 we brought him down, and I mean, it was immediate chemistry. Now, where's Danny from? Chicago. Shy, shy town. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, uh, we brought him down uh, uh, for rehearsals, and man, I mean, instant chemistry. I mean, it it, it, it was not a build up, you yeah. know, and, and and trying to build the chemistry. I mean, it was immediate. Wow. You know? And so, so uh, uh, we did the rehearsals, uh, and uh, went to Detroit, recorded the record, and uh, you know, the rest was history uh, from there. That's amazing. How how are those early days with with Kevin Bond? You did some major, amazing sessions with him. Oh man, I I learned quite a bit from uh, working with Kev as well. You know, uh, you know, one with um, how to put together, you know, sounds. Uh, yeah. You know, and how he constructed, you know, and his process of yeah. putting together productions. Mm-hmm. In the whole nine, and and uh, ironically, <clears throat> uh, Kevin and I, you know, our sound was actually similar already. Similar. Yeah, you definitely. know, and, I mean, even to the point, Chip, that that uh, we found ourselves sometimes on different gears doing the same identical ad lib. Yes, sir. You know, and and I mean, it got to the point that we wouldn't take a hold. You yeah. know, <laughs> uh, because it, it was happening so often. Uh, wow. So, so uh, I learned a lot from Kev, you know, and, and especially, you know, the way that he approached his his left hand. Oh, you guys are so famous for that, man. I, that yeah. was one of my one of my points, because I can close my eyes and hear. First of all, you have not to go too far ahead, but right. the way you approach ballads. OK. Is is uh, legendary. Oh, wow. And then, and then the left hand stuff, the little tricks you do. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a North Carolina kind of sound now, Most where definitely. we hear that, we know that that's said. Okay. And then anybody who does do do do, you know, right, you right, do that right. little left hand move, that's yeah, just said. Yeah, yeah, it, it's just the 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 the, it's the feeling and the and the the feeling of North Carolina, and and that that's all stemming from you, and I'm sure Kevin Bond instituting that. Yeah, and uh, one thing that I didn't. Uh, I didn't recognize it was one of my, uh, if you will, uh, signature moves yeah. un- until uh, uh, Mel, Mel Gray actually uh, made me aware of it was uh, uh, I love to do like a lot of chromatic diminished moves mm-hmm. as well. And and uh, 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 Mel pointed that out to me, you know, uh, in rehearsals one time, you know. So, but but the way that I like to approach them, mm-hmm. you know, I don't necessarily like to approach it with the root being what you would think would be the regular root. So, yeah. so, so say if if it's a F sharp diminisher, so 
you know, most time, most people would play an F-sharp diminished with a C on the bottom. Okay. You know, and then going to the one, you know, and and the C either being that flat five to the five. So so most of the time, I either I either make that C like an A, <laughs> you know, so or or even like a, a seven on top of it uh, as well. You know, yeah. so so I I always uh, try to think, you know, in terms of intricate, not whole pieces, but intricate movements. Yeah, being being unorthodox you know i got so you not the not the regular way of you know uh, approaching out of the box it. approaching it yeah exactly so you had great times with kevin bond uh did you know donald before he asked you for the promise or or you just introduced it to him then so actually i didn't necessarily know him. i didn't know him personally uh, okay uh i knew of him and uh i had met him a few times mm -hmm. uh so so there again going back to those chance encounters yes so so uh i met him my first time meeting him was in in orangeburg south carolina that's where my uh, family's from i've never oh, been really? here but yeah but my family is from the guinear family's from orangeburg oh wow oh wow yeah uh and uh it was at the college there uh oh, what was that state uh and uh uh i had a group uh, as a teenager that uh, I had formed okay. and, and we were, we were singing on this particular uh, concert and, uh, I met Donald there because Donald, even before the company that he has now, mm -hmm. he had uh, a group called the, uh, the company then that was a male group. Oh, wow. And, uh, uh, uh I met him then and, uh, I met him at a workshop, um, uh, for this guy david allen and, okay and uh winston salem north carolina and so so prior to prior to uh him calling me i think you know those are the only two times i had met him you know and and uh 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 no 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 let me take it back let me take it back he uh i met him when when uh their work their first record had, had first come out songwriter's point of view Okay. Yeah. Tri City, mm -hmm. and and uh, the promise we had to open up for them. They did a concert in Greensboro. Yeah. So so you know how how it all just kind of cycles, man. Yeah. You know, and, the mucus, uh, music circuit. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So Donald from Charlotte. He's from Gastonia. Gastonia. Yeah. Okay. So that's how we were introduced to Donald because, uh, Robin Rowe. Robin. Yep. Robin Rowe, the late Robin Rowe, the great Robin Rowe Stewart. Yes. moved from Gastonia and got married and moved to my city. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So with yeah. that, she, her being a member of Tri-City, she brought all the music back early. Oh, wow. <laughs> and my best friend and my wife is from the same church with Robin. Oh, wow, So, okay. So my best friend was the drummer at Robin's church. Okay, okay. And so Donald would come up and do workshops, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I would be a little kid in the back watching, you know, who is this guy, this tall guy, teaching these songs, but he was amazing at what he did and then robin would bring all the records and teach them to her choir first wow and they were a legendary wow. choir in the city <laughs> and um you know robin later sang on my uncle's projects and you know she just was a powerhouse and we miss oh, her so much most but definitely. we were most introduced definitely. to your music and and you know kevin and that's the desire to learn who who you guys were i was introduced to that from robin uh her bringing that music back and us wanting to know Oh wow! I'm, I'm saved, and and you know all that stuff. So yes, 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 and and man, when I tell you, she laid that song, and oh man, legendary. I mean, 
I mean, every time we would do that song, I'm, you know, it was, I mean, it, it, it would just do something to the atmosphere. Absolutely. You know, Still to this day. Anyway. To this day, to this day, you know. Yes, sir. And, you know, not only was she just a powerhouse, you know, she was anointed with it. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So I, I definitely shout out to her daughter Brittany too. She Ooh. she has the mantle, yeah. She has and sounds like her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I know does. that has to feel give you chills when you hear that. Oh man, let me tell you. <laughs> I, I had chills. We did a uh uh, was it last year? Year before last, we did a uh, uh, a tribute to Donald here in in Charlotte. Yes, and uh, 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 Brittany led. Uh, I'm saying, yes, sir. Uh, man, yeah. seriously, yeah. I really had chills because it was like Robin was there. Yes, you know? I love and, that he's taking her under his wing and, and taking her on the road and most definitely been Uncle Donald. You know, I just love the fact that the next generation is. Being loved on and honored through, you know, because of her, her mom's legacy. Most definitely, most definitely. Yes, sir. Um, you're a lover of music and a lover of gospel music. What's your favorite genre? Gospel, classical, or jazz? Oh man, actually, uh, between between uh, gospel and between gospel and jazz, I, I I hold them both pretty close to each other. Yeah. You know, and uh, but but I'm like I'm the old school jazz guy. Yeah. Okay. You know, you know Oscar Peter, uh, Oscar Peterson. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, Art Tatum. Yes. You know, uh, and uh, of course Chick. You know yes, that. Sir. You know uh. that that era as well. Absolutely. Know, so, yeah. Okay. So name, give me five of your top five choirs. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, Any Tri era. Okay. Tri City, of course. Yes. Uh, 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 Milton Bronson and, and, and the Tommies. Yes, sir. Y y uh, well, then uh, uh, Thompson Community Choir. Yeah. Uh, uh, Thomas Whitfield. Oof. Uh, uh, who else? Uh, so Two more. There was uh, uh, people probably don't, well, most people probably wouldn't know who they were, but it was a choir. It was a local choir called Queen Street Baptist, uh, at Queen Street Baptist. Nice. And uh, uh, and the choir was basically all all women and and, and one guy. Wow. But, but man, when I tell you, whew, <laughs> they had a blend like like none other. That's amazing. Uh, and um, uh, uh, I think the other one would have to be between. Between Ricky and and JJ's choir. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Okay, give me top five folk vocalists. Uh, my wife, of course, Legend Thompson. Uh, I love Joe. Joe is my Joe, Joe Thomas. My, yes, yes, sir. That, that's my favorite male singer. Yes, sir. Uh, let me see. Uh, who else? Uh, top five, Joe. Uh, uh, Jason Nelson. Yes, sir. I hold him up there. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, love his tone. Uh, love his tone. Uh, uh, Karen. Yes. Uh, and uh, uh, Faith. Faith. Okay. Freak I City. love love her tone, man. I love it. That's awesome. Um, I know you mentioned you sang too, and you had a group with your brother. Where mm -hmm. did your love for vocals come from? Because you're an amazing vocal arranger. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, so so again, that uh, 
um, from my grandmother. Yeah. You know, because being around her and uh, well, being uh, being around her and experiencing and, and watching her teach choirs. Yes, sir. You, you know, and how she was a stickler on on everything being precise. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, in the whole nine. So so that was that was embedded into me as a young uh, at a very young age. Yeah. You know, and and uh, uh, so from that and again. Uh, I think the two most early influences on me as it relates to vocals was from my grandmother and from uh, 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 this lady. Her name was uh, Pastor Katie Jordan, who was over the, the choir at Queen Street. Okay. You know, and and I mean, she she was uh, uh, a vocal director of uh, 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 a phenomenon, man. She, yeah. the the way that 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 she owned, you know, vocals, mm -hmm. you know, and had control and and the whole nine, you know. So I was always in awe, yeah, you know. And, and I, I had to, uh, uh, the opportunity to travel with her, you know, for a few workshops in the whole nine. So, so at an early age, you know, both of those were my early influences, and then of course Donald. Yeah, you know, because I, I mean, Donald is uh, choir master. Oh man, and I don't want to take Ricky's turn, but you know what I mean. Like he's just a yeah, yeah, yeah a yeah, general. Yeah. You know, he he's that he is very professional at what he does. Yeah, that he is, yeah, most definitely. <clears throat> so one thing I know about you, right? If your name is attached to a project, the music is gonna be phenomenal. Oh, I appreciate it. And the that, vocals man. are gonna be just just as well. Where did where did your um, where did your desire for excellence come from oh man uh again my grandmother grandma yeah my grandmother you know because because again you know uh that i think i developed that in in those rehearsals you know because yeah. she would come and 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 beat my hand if, even if i was playing something wrong right you know so Tough so love tough love man <laughs> you know so that you know uh uh that home you know that particular desire for everything being at a certain tier yeah you know with the way that uh uh it was represented and displayed so so again i have to give all of that uh to her and then uh once i merged into the industry yeah you know uh 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 Experiencing the way that Donald, you know, carried carried yeah. things at uh, excellent. Uh, everything had to be excellent. You yeah. know, I, I I mean, not from just the the music aspect, but 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 from from all of the logistics. You know, as it relates to you know the way that even uh, uh, the choir traveled. Yeah. You know, so so from. But you guys from, are so innovative with the. The mic placement, right? You changed the game. Like Tri City doesn't give and get enough uh, honor and props for what they did, what you and Donald brought to the game. I mean, the sound that you brought, the uh, the the progressions, the 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 harmonies matching the progressions, the 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 way you guys carried yourself, the way you presented yourself, your stage plot, right? You know, singing around the mics. Now every church in America sees your video, and now everybody's standing around the mic. Everybody standing they around the mic, yeah. <laughs> And then the Kente and then the, you know, it's just, it was a legendary time where you guys changed, you broke the mold and changed what choirs were doing 
and made it fun, cool, and different. And I salute you guys for doing that. I don't think it was a risk per se, but it was different. It was very different, you know. Yes. And and again, you know, uh, all uh, all props there to to Donald. Yeah. You, you know, because Donald, Donald, he was always forward moving. Yeah. You know, and and he was always able to think ahead. You know, uh, at the same time, still being in the moment. Yes. You know, and and uh, so again, you know, all props to Donald there. That level of excellence wasn't heard of. You know, I think the Hawkins, you know, it, like in gospel, right? You never know. Like we, there were no writers back then, right? You right. didn't know. There was no real backline. You know, you kind of just kind of had to figure out what was going to be there. Exactly. And so exactly. you guys brought it to another level where you made people desire to have backline. You made people have sound engineers that were skilled. And, you know, sound check was important. Like that was the highest level of professionalism that we had seen. For a choir, you know, we'd seen the Clark sisters, we'd seen, you know, groups in the Hawkins and things of that nature, but we had not seen a choir that large travel with that level of excellence. And that was pretty and I, amazing. And I'm going to tell you, you, you know, that was exciting, you know, to actually be a part of, you know, yeah. because I hadn't seen that. You know, uh, I saw it on uh, on the uh, secular side. You yes. Know, and and uh, uh, my first experience, you know, even with that was, was when I was... Um, I was in college and uh, we had to do uh, background for uh, one of um, uh, just for that particular uh, a date mm -hmm. in uh, in Charlotte for uh, Earth, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Wow! <clears throat> and and so uh, uh, being a part of you know that sound check and yeah. the whole nine, you know, and just seeing the way that they carried sound checks, all of the elements involved. Yeah, you know, and just seeing all of the racks, you know, mm -hmm. all of the boys, and and just how professional everything was, you know, and, and then seeing some other uh, shows on the R and B and secular side, you know, and then when I saw Donald them, you know, presenting it in the same fashion, yeah. you know, but in gospel, yes, you know, uh, you know, I was hyped to be a part of that, you know, and and, and there, you know, I was. Uh, 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 I had already had a rack because mm -hmm. I had it, you know, uh, uh, with the group promise. Yeah. And then, so, so I'm, I'm trying to, to have a, uh, 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 how can I say it? a general, uh, uh, competition, not necessarily competition, but compete with Kevin yeah. with, with his rack. Of course. Cause Kevin had the monstrous rack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and, and then Kevin even helped me put together a much bigger rack as well. Because oh, that that MKS was in there, and then that that 1080 was in there. Yes, sir. The MKS <laughs> was in there. The uh, 10, uh, uh, the 1080. Uh, yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, but after a while, I actually had stopped traveling with the uh, uh, with the MKS and and was traveling with the P330. Yes, sir. Yeah. So so uh, it was it was the P330 and. Uh, I surprised a lot of people when I tell them a lot of my sounds outside of the P330 as well was coming from my SR10 rack. Whoa! Did you sample it in there and then use it that way? I sampled some of the yeah. stuff in there, and and it had some stock, uh, some stock, uh, stock, stock sounds. sounds. Yeah, wow. you know that I would customize as well. Wow! You know, and uh, uh, you know, so so I heard you tell a story about a guitar patch you had you used on a record that. A guitar patch, uh, actually on uh, Men of Standards, uh, yeah. song, uh, 
uh, was it was the Unwinding song. I can't think of the name of the song right now, but but uh, it was the the uh, guitar patch actually from the uh, ASR ten. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and and uh, you know you could hear the uh, the fret sliding, uh, the fret sliding on the neck. <laughs> all of, yeah. you know, so a lot of people thought it was a, a guitar player until. Except the guitar players, because oh. they know that they can those chords, but right, that's a little too thick. That's like, too many exactly. fingers. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, um, at what age did you do your first recording session? Uh, I was uh, was 14, 14, 15, wow. 14, 14, 14, uh, uh, because I at 15 I did one with my group, so uh, uh, it was a a local choir, a Barbara, uh, Barbara Robinson and her choir in Greenwood, South Carolina. Wow. And I would play with them off and on. And uh, they went in to, to do a, a recording and uh, uh, she wanted me to play keys on it. So that was, and, and that's when the recording bug bit me. Yes, sir. I was about to say, did that open your eyes up to production? It did, really did. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And then did you, when, what age did you get your first record deal? Oh, man. So I was, uh, uh, how old was I? I was twenty. It was with the promise, right? It was with the promise. I was uh, what was I twenty around twenty four? Okay, wow, uh, twenty five there. And uh, to be honest with you, Chip, that I almost uh, turned away from the music industry after that deal. Wow, talk about it, man! Because this is what we want to do. We want to drop some gems on the kids and encourage them. What do you have for me? Yeah, so uh, uh, it, it turned out, you know, that that deal was a pretty bad deal. Uh, oh man, uh, that we signed, you know, and and uh, uh, because of uh, the way that that deal turned out, I was like, well, you know, if if it's going to be like this, you know, I, I don't want any parts of music. Yeah, you know, so so uh, plus <clears throat> it was a bad deal. Then then it looked like uh, the record. So, so the ash the record actually sat on the shelf for about two years. Mm, it shelved uh, you. Yeah, yeah, because uh, 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 it, it it was Word on, Records or something, right? It was on Word Records. Yeah. So prior prior to that, it was through a production deal. Okay. And, and 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 so when we got out of the production deal, then it was signed exclusively to Word. So the production deal was with Word. Oh wow! But at the time, Word went through; uh, they were going through personnel changes. Mm -hmm. So so it was taking them a minute for everybody to get acclimated to the system, you know, yeah. to learn the system in the whole nine, and uh, 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 those that were coming in. Uh, they were working new records. Yeah, you know, so so those records that were actually finished, they had put them on the shelf, and, and I was was one of those. So was your was your deal based solely on, and not to get too much into it, I'm sorry, but mm -hmm. was your deal basically mostly on your shoulders as a producer, or, or was, uh, were there others involved? No, uh, so so the deal was actually based on the um, the production company that we had the deal with. Okay. So uh when that when that actually went sour within within they like I said they they wanted to sign the deal exclusively. Okay. Yeah. So 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 it was more so kind of on my shoulders because I was carrying the group. Yeah. 
you know, uh, and, and, uh, you know, so like I said, the business just went sour, yeah. you know, and, and, but, but, but to be honest with you, it, it really went in, in that direction because we didn't know the business. Yes. You yeah. know, so, so what that did for me, it was really a blessing in disguise because it, it charged me and caused me to dive yeah. into into the business right you know so so from there you know i i uh uh went in and asked you know questions to those that would allow me to yes you know and and uh, uh i just did my homework yeah so that's a, this is a good segue into what i want to talk about the business because um i wanted to talk about the importance of having a good attorney and also the importance of publishing in split sheets Things Most of that yeah. yeah. You know, uh, all of those are in, important. You have to have them all in place. You know, number one, uh, there were some deals that I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gotten if it wasn't for my attorney. Yes, sir. You know, and, and some, some deals that, uh, even though I'm thinking I, I know the business, but you know, still when you, when you get those contracts, you still need to have an attorney. You know, yeah. because th there can be a clause in small fine print. Yeah, yeah. In item in item one a, and then and then you get down to two d or something, and it cancels that out. Yes, you know, in the whole yeah. nine, but but you know, in different wording in the whole nine, you know. So um, with legal terms in the whole nine, so you have to have an attorney for that. And uh, uh, I think I have one of the best attorneys uh, uh, by way of James Walker. Now James Walker is from my hometown, and he's my yeah, wife's yes, cousin. Sir. I, so I, I didn't know he was your cousin, but I, I knew you guys from uh, were from, we're from the same Bridgeport, area. Connecticut. That's right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, James, so, um, I'm, I'm going to have him on the pod soon. So we're going to talk about all that stuff because we want to really get into the the uh, details about, about the industry. Most definitely. Most definitely. That's so so that and then, uh, uh, you know, knowing the importance of having your own publishing, Yes. you know, and even doing split sheets. Uh, I even I tell people now, you know, especially if, if you if you guys go into a session, you yeah. know, uh, and you you're writing pieces together. You know, even if you have nothing more than a than a piece of napkin. Yes. You know, write on there. You know, uh, uh, what those splits are and and what you were involved in. Yes. You know, and and then later, you know, you all can 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 get it formalized. Yeah. You know, in, uh, in the whole nine. But it's important, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, uh, uh, even to this day, you know, I see so many people fighting over, you know, who did what, who did, who, who did what and who don't have any rights yeah. in, in the whole nine, you know, and I've seen so many people lose money, you know, because, you know, they didn't uh, have their own publishing or yeah. or they didn't do split sheets in the whole nine didn't get credits we've all been know? burned that way i mean if been you're there, be in music if you're gonna do music you know i advise you to, to learn now in your early stages but anybody who's done music professionally has gone through some type of trauma <laughs> we've all gone through it yes sir we've all gone through it yes sir. yeah yes we so, have. so i'm trying to help you avoid it guys people that are listening please you know take heed to what said is saying and get yourself a good attorney and read these books and, and study and learn the game if you if you want to be a musician in or in the industry. Exactly. You know, yeah. and and the I can't stress uh enough the importance of ownership. 
mm-hmm. you know, because now, you know, uh, uh, where is that as well is being able to uh, 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 license your music. Yeah. You know, so, so you know, uh, that would allow you, you know, to maybe uh, get placements, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of uh, 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 media, you know, either commercials, yeah. you know, uh, TV you know uh, whatever type of film or, or the whole nine you know so it's it's limitless yeah you know, uh, uh where you can garnish you know wages and whatnot for your own music if you have if you have ownership do you like the, do you like where music is right now as far as streaming uh or do you miss uh the grind of uh being you know you know major major and in, in, in major artists and an independent artist right but independent artists have an opportunity now with, with social media, they can become popular a lot quicker. Yeah. Um, they don't necessarily need the major as we thought we needed back in the day. Exactly. And then you have streaming, which takes away from hardcore CD sales and, and physical copies. Um, do you like just where, how music is playing out right now? So I'm in the middle. Okay. I'm in the middle because, you know, on, on one end of the spe- of the spectrum, you know, I uh, I enjoy how it it uh, allow it allows itself for you to uh, to be what I just spoke about in terms of uh, your ownership. Yes, you know, and and you being in control. Mm-hmm. You know, so so that part of it, I definitely you know I love, you know, and and where we are with with uh 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 the, the social platform social yes. media platform you know uh you cut out the middleman yes you know so direct so to consumer whole, right straight to it, the straight upload. to it you know so <laughs> so i definitely you know love that aspect of it you know uh of course you know uh as it relates to the streaming you know it's it's where we are but you know it's 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 gut punching, you know, to to realize the amount of money that goes yeah. into you know producing music, you yes. know, uh, uh, just the whole production of making a song. Yes, you know, to to get uh, uh, not even pennies on a dollar. Yeah, you know, so so that part of it, you know, you know, uh, 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 I dislike, but I mean, you know, but you know, other than that, you know, where we are with with uh the uh, digital society yeah again you know that is limitless yeah you know so so it depends on you know your grind mm-hmm. you know uh and and that i will say you know that of course you know you have to uh uh, uh have have a tough skin mm-hmm. you know and and you have to be a hustler yes absolutely know? yeah you, you really do yeah Okay, so what was your favorite studio session that you've done? Oh man, let me see. And I know you've done a million. <laughs> That's hard. So give me your favorite studio and favorite live. Okay, the, the the live one is probably easier. Yeah. The live one, I would say, would probably be finally Karen. Yes, sir. Yeah, and and uh, to be honest with you, that that uh, that session was really flawless. You don't have to tell me. I yeah. <laughs> listened to that thing top to bottom. Yeah, that session was really flawless. And no mis- no no go back, no overdubs as far as no, like fixing parts, just stacking. That's for uh, uh just overdubs. Yeah. 
you know, just just stacking in the whole nine. And and uh, really, you know, uh, uh, a lot of people didn't necessarily get to hear mail on a lot of the songs because I I redid key bass, but yes, just be, just because of uh, uh, the the approach that we were trying to capture sound wise. Can but, I can but, I applaud you? Can I applaud you for for being ahead of the curve sonically to do oh, that? Wow. You know, <laughs> and, and I'm and I was waiting for this moment because um, while we're here, I couldn't wait to get to this final Karen part. I got so excited uh-huh. when you. The drum sounds, the loops, we had never heard that before in oh, accompaniment wow. with gospel music. Yeah. So you brought it, and then the, the sound choices you. Yeah. Now I'm gonna tell you. So, <laughs> so that was that was on uh, that was on purpose in terms of the the sounds and even the way that I programmed the loops. Yeah. And so so what we did. I actually I programmed the loops uh, off of the uh, off of the uh, ASR ten, wow. and then we 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 uh, uh, transferred the loops into Danny because uh, Danny had a uh, MPC three thousand uh, because the MPC uh, made it knock even more. It hit harder, right? Yes, sir. So so, but but I'm gonna tell you, uh, but but the reason that I programmed them the way I did and choosing the sounds was because of, uh, uh, we call him Coon. But, yeah. But, but because of Calvin. Yeah. Coon. And, and I'm tell you why, because he, he was so much, he, he would always be so much on top of the loop. Yes. That sometimes you wouldn't recognize the loop was there. Wow. You know, and, he's a machine anyway. Oh my god, he is a human metronome <laughs> and machine, man. One of one of my favorites in the world, man. One and, of the and, best. And, and I'm gonna tell you my uh, my first experience with that. So, uh, I had played with uh, uh, with Calvin prior to because for uh, um, uh, for a time. Even before he started playing with uh, uh, Pastor okay. John P. Key, he yeah. was playing with us uh, uh, with the Promise. Wow! So, so, uh, uh, so uh, uh, he had gotten the call to start playing with with P. Key during that time as well. Mm-hmm. So when we bought him, uh, when we bought Coon or uh, uh, Calvin in, I, I think this was his first gig with us, uh, and I think we were doing. I want to say it might have been either old Peter or a stranger. It was it was one of those two. Ooh. And uh so so uh 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 I had the uh, uh MP uh the MPC two thousand. Yeah. So I was looking, uh uh something happened to the line. Uh we lost the loop. Yeah. Y- you know, so so right. I, I don't know what I don't know what happened to it, but I could see it was still it was still, still running yeah and and you know on the mp you could see the, uh, the clock moving yeah the, you know running yeah uh and uh 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 so so i i i could see and still feel when we were on it you're still on yep so so chip <laughs> i'm in decision mode yeah I'm like, okay should i or should i not you know nah, he's cut, locked. It, cut it off mm-hmm I said, okay, 
I'm going to have to take an L on this if it's not right. Yeah. So I promise you, it was out for at least about 12 balls. Oh, my gosh. And when it came in, it was like it, it, it never left. Oh. And and so and so a few other shows, I was like, man, you know, uh, 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 he is so on top of these loops, man. I got to start creating them a, a whole nother way. A different pattern to support them. Exactly. Yeah. And and then and then and then at that time, you know, uh, uh, what what was even more amazing, even with him and Jeremy, mm -hmm. was the fact that uh, uh, that was before India's. So it yeah. was just straight monitors. You know, mm, just yeah. a wedge. I'm so scared of wedges because if they go out, you're done. I, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Most definitely. Oh man. So even like so your drum style of your programming, your loops, the sound choices you used, all those things were influential to us. And we all took them back to I'm I as soon as I heard that record, I went to Sam Ash and tried to get a drum machine of some sort. And then oh, I tried wow. to, you know, and then I went and, and I got an NPC. And then you know, I started listening to you guys and and it's all you know, like just influential things that we heard and we tried to mimic you guys. So oh, wow. shout out to Coon, wow. shout out to you for definitely being ahead of the game and then choosing those sounds. If, if I, I could, go ahead, good. If, if I could interject one thing right quick, mm -hmm. uh, another thing as well was was to uh, and and this is to producers and and uh, uh, MDs as well. Yeah. Whenever whenever you're choosing your sounds, you know choose stuff that's going to uh, especially whenever you're uh programming low-end stuff as well yeah you, you know choose and, and program and customize those sounds to where uh they don't fight with the kick and the bass down there yes. as well so yeah. so that's another reason why those particular sounds sound like that as well especially those kick yeah you know uh, uh because what i would do is i would kind of narrow and then you know cut you know, uh, and, and add a lot of low mid to the sounds to those kicks and stuff. Yes. So it wouldn't necessarily fight with the kick drum. But the, you still hear the distinction between the two. Exactly. Man, legendary. I hope you guys are soaking this up. Um, that that record, even with your choice of doing key bass, right? It mm -hmm. gave it a secular sound, right? Because we right. all know we listen to Teddy Riley. We all heard the Moog and. You know this, this woo, the the you know the all uh, E flat slide that you guys would do on the records, and it, it just we had never heard that in gospel. And the commission was doing some things, um, right, like that. But for for the early for the '90s for that to come out, it was right on target with what was being played secularly. Oh you wow! Know, you know, and you guys the smooth pads and then the horn, the brass hits, and like it just was legendary. It was ahead of the curve, man. And oh, it wow. really shook up the world. World, and I want to give you your your flowers for that because that really changed the course of modern music. Because from there, now we elevate, and now music has to evolve. Oh wow, wow, wow! I appreciate that, man. I'm gonna tell you, and I took I took that. Uh, I went to school with that from um, um, from Kevin as well. Yes, sir. You know, and and because uh, because Kevin turned me on to the uh, I was already on the Adair Seven. Yeah, you know, in, in, in the whole now, but uh, Kevin had he had uh, uh, these I, I think, what was it? It was the TX, uh, oh, 80 the 909, the T, not, not the 909, it, it was the the Yamaha brain to the uh, okay, uh, to the uh, DX7, yes, sir, okay, the, the TX7, okay, okay, then plus he had uh, he had a rack that had like. Uh, they were single modules mm 
and he had a few of those. So, so, so he turned me onto those and, and, and they were, they were pretty difficult though, to program, Okay. you know, programming the sounds, you know, because of, you know, with the algorithms yeah. and, uh, because you were dealing with those oscillators and stuff and the whole Turning nine. So, yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. I mean, you guys were legendary. Like, Kevin started it with the whole Bible stories and putting a vocoder yep. and gospel music and man, know. I'm gonna tell you, I was <laughs> I was nervous for that long midi cable, man. And when he, <laughs> 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 I, was, I was like, man, I hope that thing don't pop out. <laughs> Peter, don't you be afraid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was where technology is now. It's totally different, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh man. But shout out to that finally caring album in closing. That was the perfect marriage of studio and live. You yeah. guys mastered the live session. I mean, praying spirit, heaven, oh, you wow. know, all those records, man, are timeless. And then how much pressure was it for you to have to redo that stuff? And it was they were already classics. Because you're not supposed to mess with classics. Yeah, man. I'm gonna tell you, man, <laughs> we we um uh it really wasn't pressure. Okay, um, good. Um more so because we had done uh, uh, Donald and I had had done uh, uh, one or two pieces with Twinkie. Uh, uh, yeah, we did a song. Uh, uh, well, we did and co-wrote together a song called "May the Lord God Bless You Real Good." May the Lord God bless you. Real yep. Good. And and uh, so so um, you know that and then um, then plus Donald and myself we both we call it going to school but yeah we both um were um fans of uh, the clocks yes, you know sir. in the whole nine so so we knew that stuff of course uh, you know and i think for me more so the pressure was actually doing it in detroit yeah you know in their hometown right in their hometown you know yeah. and and the pressure even for me you know i can speak of was i mean you had uh, the, the Thomas Whitfield company in the house as well, yeah. you know, so, so, uh, that, and then to my left, uh, uh, on the first, on the first pew, I, I look to my left and it's Stephen Ford and Stanley Brown. Mm. You Shout know, out so, Stanley too. Yeah. Mo most definitely. Most definitely. EP um, on the album, him and Hyrule Hicks, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yep, exactly. island days. Woo! Yes, good sir. times, so, man. So, so I was more so nervous. Uh, for me, you know, that was uh, uh, the nerve breaking point for me. Yeah, you know, well, well, I'm not gonna say nerve breaking because I was nervous through it all. You, know? <laughs> you didn't you play know? like it, <laughs> my lord. It, yes, sir. Oh man, so that that was an amazing thing, and then you guys supported the live aspect. And then Pajam and Jay Moss and the other producers came and just, it's a beautiful body of work that is, you can listen to it straight through right now. It was a great marriage. Yeah, and, Perfect marriage, man. I listened to that record uh, uh, just the other day, man. All of, and just like you said, all the way through, man. Yeah. And, a, and then, they, you know, Jay Moss, wow, with yes. that praise fest. Yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> oh, man. Just the, the choice of drums and. It's just if you're a music lover, you just you're drawn into that record because it's just great vocals, great music, great writing, great uh, execution, the mix, everything was just blazing, man. It it was a good time in gospel music, and that changed, that forced everybody every few years, right? You yeah. know, in sports, the next running back has to 
the next quarterback resets. Most definitely. You know, so every couple of years, somebody resets the standard of what it should be. Ty exactly. just did it. Ty just did it this with his last recording, right? Oh, you love know? it too. <laughs> love so, it. Ty just came out and set the bar real high. I remember a couple years ago, a few years ago, 10 years ago, it was Thirsty, Marvin Sapp, right? Yep, yep. That that record set the bar, and everybody had to step their game up. So every, exactly. you guys had, you know, all those records. You know, I never seen it in and, yep. uh, seasons and prayer J-Baz and all that stuff just set the bar, and you had to level up. Ricky Dillard set the bar up this last record, you know? Most definitely, most definitely. I agree yeah. with all of that, man. And and uh, again, you know, props out to those guys, man. And uh, Aaron Lizzie. Yes, sir. Set know, the bar high. Absolutely. Most definitely. Aaron, you know, uh, uh, ASAP. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Mike. Mike yes. B. Mm -hmm. You know, all of those guys, man. You know, uh, I honor those guys, too. You know, absolutely. as yes, well, sir. man. You know, because like you said, man, they all. Mm -hmm. Set the bar, man, and especially like you said, man, with this new tie record. Yes, man, <laughs> I can't get enough of that record, man. That record is it's it's fire. It's man. amazing, man. Yeah, so yeah. so props out to him and and Thad and all the guys, man. All the guys, man. I love the musician community. I love the brotherhood that we have um, with each other, and um, you know, it's no jealousy, it's no animosity. It's just it's most just, definitely. You know, but it inspires you. And I love that music inspires because it does. Yeah. Yes, sir. I love that music inspires. It makes you want to go home and be better. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I totally agree. Yeah. Cause I can I imagine totally Stevie agree. Wonder hearing Stevie Wonder hearing a, a Lionel Richie song and then going back home and like, I got you know that, I mean? like, that part. Yeah. That part, you know, and and I'm glad, you know, we're in that phase, you know, uh, and even more so, you know, for for uh, as as you were stating, you know, with Ty, with him to present that uh, uh, that masterpiece, really, mm -hmm. you you know, uh, and because you know, um, I was just I'm just so glad to see that we're still keeping it diverse. Yes, you know, and and that it's just not in one particular genre or or one style. You yes. Know, uh, should we say, you know, and that's not to say that anything is wrong with one particular style. Yeah. But but we represent more than that. Yes. You know, uh, uh, and in our genre, especially, you know, in terms of gospel music, you know, I mean, we have a bowl of gumbo. Yes, we do. You know, you know, that we're able to display, you know, so uh, let that not get lost in one particular thing, you know. Yeah. But talk to me about that, because where church is right now. Right. We're we're stuck for the last ten or twelve years or so. We've yeah. been stuck in these simple progressions, progressions, and it's been been re really watered down and, and really they call it you know CCM style has come into the black church. Yeah, yeah, right. And and we're getting we have gotten away from the Thomas Whitfield music, the the Tri City music, the the stuff that you had to come home and practice to learn right. that felt like good gospel music. Yeah. How do you feel about that? How we've strayed away from that. Um, um, I'm gonna tell you. Well, one as a uh, uh, as a musician, yes, you know, uh, it's it's somewhat disheartening, you know, because you know if you're not careful, and again, I'm speaking now from a musician point of view. Yes, you know, you, you will you will find yourself, you know, almost kind of stagnated. Yeah. You know, and and I can say that uh, uh, from firsthand experience. You know, because uh, uh, we were doing it so long, 
uh, that that at one point, you know, uh, uh, you know, I really kind of stopped traveling and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So so uh, again, you know, I was playing that so long, and then I had to go. I remember I had to go out with uh, uh, Lejeune, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, you know, she got into this big ministry moment. Yes. And man, when I tell you, I felt like an alien, <laughs> you know, because I, I, I was like, oh man, I'm, I'm losing it. Oh no. You know, so, 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 uh, 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 from there, you know, I made sure, you know, that I had another outlet. Yes. You know, on the other side of just doing that, because, you yeah. know, like I said, you know, if, if you're not careful, you know, uh, okay. I also say, I also say, you know, at, to, uh, to some point, you know, I feel like so, yeah, I feel like sometimes, you know, it's a trick of the enemy to strip out culture. Absolutely. You know, at the same yeah. time, you know, so so um, there's nothing wrong with having uh, uh, having the balance. Yes, sir. You know, I'm not saying not to do that. Right. But at the same time, I'm not saying that's all you do. Right. You know, because like I said, you know, it's it's so much of us, you know, and and again, I'm not saying that you got to necessarily just go all the way back to Thomas Dorsey. But at the same time, <laughs> right. you know, I think we still need to pay homage to that. Yes, sir. You Absolutely. know, because, because it's funny, you know, that when, when, when singles are up, you know, and to dig themselves out of a hole, uh, what do they, what do they go to? They go Kinda straight to a hymn. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh, most of the time they, they, they go to a hymn, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, great is our faithfulness, so, right? You know, and yeah. And so, so, so that says something, right? You know, and then uh, uh, most of the time, uh, you go, you go to those, those Andre Crouch, uh, uh, the Blood songs. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's those classics. You know, yeah. You know that that uh, at a certain point, you know, seems like they they still have more of a. Uh, effect you know those songs and, and never lose power right they never they they still are the, they the, don't the backbone of the church and the ministry right you know and, and they came from a whole different place absolutely you know and, and and nowadays you know i find that and again that's not to say to everybody but but i find that writers now are are writing you know uh conjuring up things just to be different yeah you know and and um um, that's almost that's almost like saying you going into the studio to make a hit, you know. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, when you're going with that mindset, Ooh, you yes. normally fail. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. said that I, I heard heard that in an interview. You said you don't make the music to make it a hit. Exactly, you yeah. don't, man. You know, just go in, you know, uh, and uh, going with the mindset of making the best song possible. Right. You know, and in that, you know, as I always say, you know, let the song speak to you as it relates to what elements are needed in it. Yeah. You know, and and as a producer, you know, learn and, and know when when uh, too much is too much. Mm. You know, learn when okay, hey, it's time to put the, put a period on this. Yeah. You know, but because you can uh, you can like you can uh, you can attack a song so much. You know, and trying to make a song so perfect that you just strip away all of the heart from it, all the feeling from it. Yeah, exactly. And the and the song at the point is, it's just mechanical. I you know, know you've done some recordings where maybe the vocals were distorted a little bit, or the singer was hoarse, but the feeling of the record was so amazing. You're like, we're keeping that. We're not. 
I'm telling you, man, you know, uh, I have, uh, uh, I've done it well, you know, like you said, they were, the vocals were distorted, mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, and, and, and the singers vocally might not have been at their best, Yeah. but because of, but because either the emotion, the, the performance, the yes. heart of it was there, the ministry was there from it. The anointing you know, was in the room. The anointing was there, you know, yeah. and, and even, and, and even in some, some scenarios, you know, the pitch was off. Yeah, you know, and, and and even to this day, you know, I don't always necessarily just mess with pitch. Okay, you know, uh, now I mean, unless it's just something that <laughs> I can't deal with, right? You know, or something that just you know just need to be fixed. Right. But but uh, uh, to me, you know, the heart is is in all of that, you know, and that's why stuff becomes transparency, you know, yeah. and is able to to uh, to speak, you know. Absolutely, it's relatable, right? It is very much so. I love that, bro. All right, let's play a game. It's gonna. Okay. This game is called Rapid Fire. Uh -oh. I'm gonna spit something out to you, and you just tell me the first thing out of a multiple choice. You just tell me what's your preference. Okay. All right, New York City or L.A. New York. Chicago or Miami. Chicago. Pro Tools or Logic. Pro Tools. Really, a Pro Tools guy. Natural. Pro Tools. Yes, sir. All right, analog or digital. Both. Both okay. <laughs> Nord, Yamaha, Korg, or Roland? Roland. Roland. You're of course you're Roland guy. Yeah. <laughs> Keyscape or addictive keys? Keyscape. Okay. Contact or the Roland Cloud? Like the, native, the native instrument stuff. Uh, I'm in the middle. Okay. Because uh, it, de I guess it depends on the production. Okay. So what it calls so for what it calls for but but uh i think i i tend to go more to rolling cloud okay uh mpc 2000 xl 3000 or 4000 3000 3000 um baseball caps or fedoras 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 yes sir uh, early mornings or late nights late nights late nights burn that midnight oil huh yes yes sir all right. Uh, let's see. In ears or headphones? Mm, in ears because because the way they look. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not the big old cans, right? Not the cans. Yeah. <laughs> soul food or surf and turf? Soul. Soul food. Uh, Mexican food or Italian food? Italian. Italian. Uh, let's see. Canada or Mexico? Canada. Canada. Uh, JetBlue or Delta? Delta. Delta. Uh, pizza or Chinese? Chinese. 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 Wow. Low main vegetable. Oh, got you, got you, got you. LeBron yeah. or Michael Jordan? Oh, come on, MJ. MJ all day. Carolina yeah. boy. Yes, sir. Duke or UNC? UNC. Carolina. I'm a tall here, dude. Carolina Blue. Yes, sir. All right. Carolina Panthers or Cowboys? Cowboys. Yeah. All day. Man. I knew you was a cowboy. I knew yes, it. Yes, sir. Knew it. I saw your pictures. <laughs> I'm a Cowboys fan too. So we we fan. Yes, sir. All right. Uh what's your favorite season? Uh man, my, my favorite season is spring. Spring. Do you do you like coats and boots or sneakers and shorts? Uh coats and boots, man. Layer it up. Yes, sir. 
All right, all right. That was fun. Thank you for participating, man. We're oh, gonna play definitely. another game. We're gonna play another game called Check My Catalog. Okay. <laughs> and so we're gonna talk. I'm gonna play some snippets of some records you've done, and you just tell me a little backstory about it. Okay. All right. So we're gonna go to the first song. How could anyone forsake gospel music that sounds like that, man? You know what I mean? Like, how do we go to where, how do we get where we are now from that? You know oh, I mean? like, man. It just feels so good, man. And I think, I told you that's the first record I think I knew that you did. Okay. And it just, like, I need the story. I need the, I, where did the intro, where did, who did the solo in the middle? Was that you? I did. Yeah. Amazing, bro. Who, okay, who did, uh, was it your idea to, to do the, the SWV, you're the one? Lick in the middle, yep, yep, that's it, killer. Man. It was, yep, wow. and uh, 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 and and also, man, I'm gonna tell you, even doing so, uh, props up to uh, Patrick Love, yes, sir, the writer of that man, Patrick Love uh, wrote that. I didn't know that, wow. yep, 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 yeah, Patrick Love wrote that song, man, a phenomenal writer, phenomenal writer phenomenal right definitely uh, that album is his we're gonna talk about that later go ahead yeah yeah uh, <laughs> and so uh a little background um uh, i'm gonna tell you i was nervous about that record really not not more so from the recording aspect or or the performances uh yeah i was more so nervous because of where we did it at you know because it, it was in a church and 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 uh acoustically you know the church was was okay. not acoustic, uh, was okay. not acoustically sound. High ceiling, high ceiling, yeah. wood, mm, you know, uh, bouncing all uh, over the place. And, and yeah, yeah, the old wood at that. Okay, you know, and so so where Calvin was with the drums, you know, he was. I was like, man, and, and where the choir was, you know, uh, 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 we didn't have baffles mm. around. The, so so I was just nervous from the sonic point of view. Yeah, I was like, man, I was thinking. Man, how is this record gonna sound when we get yeah. back, man? Right. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and ironically, man, I mean, it was great isolation on the stuff, and yeah, it sounded great, man. And and uh, again, uh, uh, props up to Danny, you know, because uh, uh, a lot of people know that song also um, from the organ intro. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yep. That was Danny. That was our introduction to Danny too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow, that's amazing, man. Great memories. Great record. Um, great feeling to that record. What were you using on that? Do you remember? Yeah. Uh, uh, so on that, uh, the uh, MP, uh, and uh, I think I used more of the uh, P330 on that. Okay. On that record. That's amazing, man. Great, great yep. record. Timeless record. Oh, thanks. Thanks. All right, let's go to number two. 
Yes, sir. Our, our on, on, on organ, man. And, and man, you let I'm him a, have the intro, too. You let him, gave him a little yeah, something in the intro. That I did, yep. And yeah. and uh, had a great time doing that, man. We, uh, uh, Ashley, I went to uh, uh, Chicago to record a whole vocal yeah. at, uh, at the Hinge and wow. uh, uh, had, a, had a great time working with her, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, very down to earth. You know, and and uh, is that a projection uh, with you and Donald? No, that was just me. Just you. Yeah. Say you're yeah. amazing, man. Oh man, you know this so. is what I'm talking about. The vocal, see, the vocals are so amazing that one think Tri City because it was Tri City that that Donald wasn't a part of it. Right, right, nope, right. That was all you, bro. No, that was me. Salute, yeah. man. Wow. No, I appreciate that, man. Thank you for taking yeah. my little brother under under your wing too, man. He <laughs> listen when he came, when he came from Bridgeport. We, yeah, he moved to Charlotte. He told us, you know, he called back home and said he was working with you. We was like, yeah, right. You ain't working with no set. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna tell you because <laughs> I think uh, if if memory serves me correct, I think the first project um, I had Ira on was Patrick Lundy project. Yes. I, in the fellowship. I think so. Yeah. And and man, I'm telling you, Ira just how he has a way of of doing these. Um, uh, these fill-ins, yes, sir. Uh, uh, and, and but they're so un, 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 unorthodox, yeah. You know, and because uh, sneaky with it, he's sneaky <laughs> with it. But he has a certain thing that he would. It's a feel that he does going down, but it's in a it's in another key. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, man, how is he? But but uh, uh, his approach, man, and, and plus, you know, our you know, great guy, you know, I yes. love, I love our man, you know. Yes, so, sir. That's between, my brother. Yes, m- most definitely, man. Most definitely, that's my guy. Between you were about to say between. Yeah, between he and so to me, he and and Danny, we all play together alike. Yes. You know, so so uh, uh, if I don't have Danny, I, I call Ira. You know, and, and you stole him because he's Ira just told me he's been with you for 18 years. 
Yep. He wouldn't even move back home because he was so <laughs> locked in with you. He went to college. I'm like, when are you coming back home? He's, he's like, I'm here to stay now. I'm with Seth. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you gave him many opportunities, and I'm grateful for that. Thank you for doing that. But uh, no, I appreciate that. You know, he he was ready because we 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 definitely groomed him up before he left. Uh, most oh, oh, he already had the goods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely already had the goods. Absolutely, that was a great record. Who who else was on that record? I know the Lord. It was you. It was that was me. Um, uh, guy named uh, uh, and um, uh, rest in rest in heaven. Guy named Fred McLean on. Fred. Uh, and uh, I, I think Rick was on that as well. Rick was on too. Okay. And uh, CJ and played on too. CJ was on okay. the drums. Uh, Ira and uh, John Dillard on yes, bass. Sir. John yeah, Dillard on and, bass. And, uh, yeah. Uh, John plays with me uh, at the at the church I play at as well. Now, did you and Ira play at when I first met you? You were at Pastor Pierce Church together, right? Yep. Yep. So, so uh, I think at that time Ira was actually on his way out. Okay. Uh, and so, so, so he was exiting, and I was coming in. Okay, that's what it was. Okay, I remember because I remember going there with him and then seeing you there. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay. And and I think I saw you. If memory serves me correct as well, I think you guys, uh, or it was a host of you guys from Connecticut. At uh, uh, I think it was at a, it might have been at Bethel, but I thought it was at Mount Zion as well. Uh, but but I think it was at Belfort because I, I think it was, was a big concert in North Carolina that, at this mega church, right? At Mount Zion, yeah. Mount Zion, okay, yep. I remember yep, yep, that. Yep, mm -hmm. yep, yeah. Good times. Next next record, please. Shout out to Taylor. Next record. Yes, please. Woo! Come on, El Like Make it plain. <laughs> That they may run and not faint. <laughs> Though the fish is only for a while, it shall speak and not For if the Lord said, you can count on and he'll do just what he said. Any witnesses tonight? Say it again, right? Make it plain. Said you are the ballot king, man. Oh man, man! You are the ballad king, man. The, the <laughs> movements, the the sound choices. Was that the E Grand or was that the P three thirty again? That was the P three thirty again. Wow! That was the P three thirty with and, and I overdubbed the uh, uh, the the time rose uh, with the uh, DX seven. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That see, you guys all made us. We were all going to stores trying to figure out what your layers was. You know, oh, wow. me yeah. and Eric Davis and Ira, we were all trying to figure out what you layered it with. We, I remember we found a rolling, I think the 1000, you know, the big okay. long gray one with no pitch bin. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Were like, we, we trying to sound like Seth and Kevin yeah. Bond because we, <laughs> and we made, we went, to, we went, we found the keyboard and told JJ, we were recording the second album and we said, yeah. JJ, we need this keyboard because we got to sound like Seth. We need, no. the, we need these sounds. <laughs> and there was, we bought this. It wasn't even eighty eight. It was probably seventy six key, okay. Um, rolling one thousand, and we and it had. I remember all the, that. 
Yes, sir. Yeah, and I we, remember that. Yeah. It, it was on sale for a few hundred dollars, and we made JJ come on his lunch break and buy the <laughs> keyboard because we needed it for the session. Hilarious. All because of being inspired by you guys. I'm humble, man, really. <laughs> so tell me about the that record, Right Division. That was that was an epic record. Man, and I had no idea that, you know, uh that album would do what it did, you know, mm -hmm. especially that song. Uh Again, props to, to Patrick Love again. Patrick Love. Yeah, uh, Patrick wrote that song, and uh, uh, he he brought me in to uh, actually he and Donald actually brought me in because that that was on uh, Donald was a part of the uh, the label at the time, Crystal Rose. Crystal Rose, yes, I remember that. Yep, yep. So so uh, uh, I've had a great time doing that record uh, with uh, Patrick and uh, uh, Jim Wright Masquire. Right, yeah. And uh, so on that, uh, on that was again John Dillett yes. again on bass, uh, mm -hmm. and, and uh, ironically, John was playing at the church uh, at at uh, Salem. Okay, at the time, uh, yes, uh, which is where Jim Wright Mass Choir was at, uh, and uh, Jeremy on drums. Mm -hmm. Jeremy was on drums. And so, so, so the live recording was just a three piece. Oh really? And you overdubbed everything else? Yeah, I went and overdubbed organ, uh, you know, wow. and all, all the colors, everything else. Yeah. Amazing. I never knew that. It sounds so full and so real. Oh, thanks, man. That's good stuff. Next record, please. We keep it moving. Said, just just promises that you're never gonna stop, man. Oh, Please man. <laughs> don't stop, man. This, this is needed, man. This is so needed. Oh man, I tell me about that. this record, epic record. Uh the Potter's House. Uh yeah. Bishop, Bishop T D Jakes in the Potter House. Uh man, we we had a great time. So the first first half of that that whole project we we did in Kenya. Wow, Kenya, Africa. Yep, we went to Kenya. Uh and, and now there's some we, funny stories. Is it true that you had to do the record again. We had to do the record again. Wow, uh, we sure did. So, so uh, uh, there, then uh, because initially it was, uh, it was just myself in terms of uh, musicians. Myself, yeah, uh, Calvin. Calvin was on drums. Yeah, and uh, uh, Maurice Fitzgerald. Wow, Reese! Shout out, Reese! Yep, yep. And uh, so, so it was just us three that that went to to Kenya, yeah. did the record, uh, uh, and we had to come back, uh, do the record uh, again, which which I was grateful for, uh, because it gave me uh, uh, a little more time to sit with the material. Was the sound not right, or what, what was what was wrong? No, it, it was a few technical issues. Okay, that, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Uh, uh, were, were you using laptops then? Using laptops. So, so uh, no, uh, 
I use a laptop at at uh, at the Potter's house. Okay. There, uh, hold on. Uh, so, so what I did in Kenya, I had a sixteen eighty. Oh, perfect. Okay. But I trent but and thank God I did this. But but I transferred the stuff that week to a laptop mm -hmm. uh, because it was so hot in Kenya and uh, uh, it, it was overheating the uh, sixteen eighty. Yes. Wow. You know, so so sixteen eighty got to a point that it wouldn't spit out audio. Whoa! You know, so so thankfully, you know, uh, I had. Did you have to play straight up? Huh? Did you have to play straight up after that because the sixteen eighty wasn't working? Yep. And, oh, and wow. uh, so so uh, uh, but well, no. Let me take it back because uh, I I call it earlier in the week. Mm -hmm. So so uh, I was able to transfer it uh into um uh, the uh thankfully we had a uh uh um would you have an inbox uh digit uh, uh the uh, uh 003 the 003 wow yeah <laughs> it had the 003 so transferred to that and um we came back and and did the recording at uh potter's house yes uh that was um uh i mean those guys did a phenomenal job uh i had um ira on yes, organ sir uh Fitzgerald, Maurice Fitzgerald on bass, Rick Wofford on guitar. Yes, sir. Uh Coon mm -hmm. on drums. And yeah. uh, uh let me see, um Horns, uh Lord Barry. Yeah. Yeah. And, yes, sir. And, and um um again, man, great time doing that uh doing that project with uh Bishop Jakes in Potter's house and uh uh I'm taking that now for me the challenging part for that particular song uh in particular was I had to produce that song twice. Okay. Because initially I produced that song on the uh on Teresa Harrison's uh, uh, uh Gospel Today project. Yes you did. And, and uh uh so i was like okay well i can't go in and then do the same, same yeah <laughs> right, gotta right, flip right. it i had to flip it man so uh uh that's why that that song that version is a little more edgier than yeah the first the original yeah wow that's so cool man thank you for sharing that story man let's let's do a couple more and then i'll, I'll let you go most definitely this is fun though <laughs> uh, likewise <laughs>
classic, man. Talk Never about seen it. the righteous. Oh ne- man, yes, sir. Man, that was that record. The whole album is is actually a deal to my heart, man. Because um, uh, that was a that was also a, a trying time for Donald. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, because uh, uh, Donald had lost some close people to him. Mm. Uh, uh during that time man so so we had to actually step the game up even more drastically yeah you know uh uh in the whole nine so uh that's a that's a very dear record to me uh as well but that's that particular song uh a lot of people actually asked me about the intro with that yeah, blah, I was gonna blah, ask blah, 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 blah blah so yeah. uh and the way I came up, the way I came up with that was, we were in rehearsal, uh, and uh, uh, Donald wanted me to. Uh, uh, so, so at the time, I hadn't come up with the intro yet, mm-hmm. you know. So, so uh, he was still teaching the vocals in the whole nine, and uh, so uh, I think we were at the point now. Uh, I think while he was teaching it, I was still covering with the band so so because some of those rehearsals were with still even before the the week of was with band and singers as well yeah mm-hmm. so uh i remember this was the week of and uh uh so donald's like he said i want you uh uh, uh come up with with a uh, uh with a different intro a different one so what inspired me was was due to the fact that for the rehearsal I was rehearsing on a on a wordly on a oh, wordly, wow. so. yeah. So I was like, bah, bah, you know, and I'm blunk, bah, bah, bah. and and because of the sound of the wordless, of course, yeah, inspired me to play it that way. Of course, yeah. So I'm blunk, 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 and and the stuff. Yeah. And so uh, that's how I came up with that man. And that's how a hit record was made. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so that was uh, um, Coon on drums. Yeah. Uh, Reggie Graves on guitar, mm-hmm. uh, Danny on organ, and and Mel on on guitar. That's amazing, man. That's yep. your crew. That was your crew. Uh, yep. Yeah. Mel on bass. I said guitar. Mel on bass. Mel on bass. Do you still? I know you say you don't travel as much. Do you enjoy being home, or do you? Uh, love like being on the road. You love being home. Love being at home, man. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you what. What actually. Um, uh, one of the reasons why I stopped traveling uh, so much as well mm-hmm. uh, was because um, I was out. Uh, um, I remember I was out on tour, and uh, I came in in enough time to wash clothes in the whole nine, and was going right back out. Right back out. I was going right back out to do a session, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember. Uh, uh, I went in the uh, uh, the boys. Uh, I, I went into each one of their bedroom, you know, to see them off. Yes. Uh, before they were going to school, and my youngest, uh, he, he said, uh, he has, he said, Dad, uh, what are you doing home? <laughs> uh, I, I said, What you mean? Uh, I live here. Yeah. Uh, he said, I didn't think you lived here uh, anymore. Oh my goodness! Man, hit me like a ton of bricks. Oh. You know, so so there, uh, uh, I constructed uh, and, and um, uh, built out a studio in my garage at the time. Yes, yeah. you know, and, uh, and and I was like, you know what, 
yeah, I can't let this come in the middle of my family. No, I understand. Yep. Do you enjoy creating the song or performing the song more? Uh, actually, the most I enjoy, I actually enjoy creating it. Yeah. You know, I'm sure. And, yeah, I really do. You know, I love that side of it. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, uh, when I get asked that question, you know, uh, when I get asked the question, what do I love mostly doing? I love mostly creating. And even on the other side of record, recording the post side of the it, post, yeah, all the color. I love that man, yeah. you know. And and even even digging into the the editing side of it, okay. I love that man. Vocal stacks and everything you love, post production. Yeah. I love I love everything about the post side of it. Yeah, you know as well. So and you know what I think I think what. What I love mostly about the performance side of it is to, you know, to and, and even to the day, to this day, I'm in awe, you know, to see the reaction of how people gravitate to the songs. Yeah. You know, so so I mean, that is that is always, you know, uh, amazing to me, you know, you know, to see uh, a piece of art or a uh, uh, a seed that you created or helped to create, you know, and, and the way that it translates, yes. you know, to uh, uh, different different ones. So you know that that to me, you know, is, is always very humbling. Yes, sir. So you've been blessed to travel the world. You've been blessed to have hit records. Um, you've been blessed to, you know, be called in to do other people's records, um, and then you've won awards. You you won stellar awards, you know, on the gospel level, and then you won on the national level, on the Grammy level. Yeah, was that how was that experience? You winning the Grammy, and I think it was in two thousand ten. Oh man, let, let, let me tell you, I um, uh, winning that man was was so electrifying, you know, because you know, I mean, you know, it it sounds cliche, you know, but just to just to be nominated yeah you know was was rewarding enough for me you know and but i'm gonna tell you man the the funny thing about that mm -hmm. was uh so we had uh 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 let's see it, it was lejeune and and uh, a part of my team okay that was with us and uh <clears throat> as i heard so so it was it was um uh, what does he go by? Uh, uh, Beast Slave. He goes by Beast Slave. Tone uh, Beast Slave. Yeah. yeah. So he presented the, uh, 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 the category. Okay. And as he was reading the names down, and when it got to, uh, and the winner is, yeah, I, I felt myself already rising before Whoa. they even called the name. You know, wow. and, 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 and it was like, you know, I had affirmation from God and, and he, he confirmed you know. to me that whole moment. Man, really, it was like I almost had a, a out of body experience. Wow. That's you know? amazing. Who did you win with? What did you win for? What what project? It's, uh, uh, oh, happy day. OK. Oh, happy day. And, and then also uh, so the other project I had produced on as well, Heather Hetley, her her project was the right I know the project. Yeah. So did you win two Grammys? Yeah. And, and, Come on, and, uh, <laughs> and it was announced right after that. You won two and, the same year. And and I heard 
I heard. I didn't even know that. I thought it was one. We were in the back. We were in the back. Uh, and I heard uh, hollering. Yeah. And I said, I recognize those two voices. So it was it, it was my uh, 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 assistant mm -hmm. and Lejeune. I was like, what are they hollering for? Right. <laughs> and and, and uh, so so uh, uh, they had texted me and said that the project won uh, 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 a Grammy as well. So uh, and that, uh, who was on that? Who was on that? Oh, happy day project with you. So on the Oh Happy Day project with me was um, uh, CJ. Uh, Who was the major artist? Who was the artist that sang? Oh, oh the artist. So 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 uh, it was it was Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah actually wow. did the Queen Latifah actually did the uh, uh, the title cut. Okay. It was twin uh, twin uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Queen Latifah. Uh, yeah. Michael McDonald. Wow. Uh, uh, Patty Griffin, uh, Mavis Staples. Uh, who was a uh, Bon Jovi? Wow. Uh, and it, it was a host of other people uh, on that project, man. So had a great time doing that project. Wow, great time, great time doing that project, man. And then you won for Heather Headley. Was that the audience of one? Yep. Okay, and that's yep. what the I know the Lord record was on that album too. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow! Congratulations, man. I know it's, it was a little while ago, but still, people, we all work in this industry to achieve that you know yeah and that that is the earthly reward that we are seeking as musicians and creatives oh wow to get wow, that wow, and you have man. two of them i remember going to john yash's house we were mixing and i went in his studio and he had four of them on the mantle yeah and then no, i went in yeah. the bathroom and he had another one in the bathroom i'm like yeah he just has random <laughs> grammys around the house. exactly man <laughs> and, and and oh what does he have like up was a nine or something like that. Yeah, man. something like what? that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're just in different rooms of the house. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimate flex, but that was amazing. That part. That part. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm I'm so happy that someone from our genre, um, got to represent us that way, and one of our 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 mentors. You know, so I'm I'm proud of you for that, oh, and we want to just celebrate you for that, man. I'm oh, gonna let you go. Um, okay. I know you're a family man. Um, at what age did you get married? Oh, so we were early. Yeah, I, I was nineteen and Lejeune was eighteen. So we'll we'll be celebrating uh, uh, thirty three uh, December seventeenth. December seventeenth, thirty three years of marriage. How difficult was it balancing career and family? So at first, it was it was sort of well, I'm not gonna say really difficult, you know, because. Yeah. Uh, uh because i think the one thing that we had to our advantage was especially early on yes we were able to travel together okay good you know so so um uh that made it easy then plus uh you know with both of us being in the same industry yes you know that made it even easier you, you know because you have a spouse that understands what you do and, yes. and vice versa you know right 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 so 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 because uh, she was in demand just as much as you were and still is yes sir I mean, and, and even tonight she's gone that's you know? amazing you know so so um uh with that you know but but um the more that i started uh, uh, producing yeah. and whatnot, you know, uh, I found that, you know, it, it started getting challenging, you know, to start balancing 
Yes. You know, that time and, and, and I'll tell you, sometimes I, I say, you know, that this can be a handicap with, with having your, um, uh, own studio. Yeah. You know, is, is because so, so now my studio is not in my home anymore. Okay. But, but at that time, you know, having unlimited time, mm-hmm. you know, in the whole nine, you know, and you mess around and, and, and and find yourself just spending hours, 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 hours in there. And then, you know, I know it's, I know it's at that point when the June sticker hit and I said, all right now. Exactly. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know so, so, uh, but I'm telling you, uh, uh, to me, uh, family is, is foremost. Yes, sir. The most important uh, aspect of my life, you know, I mean, uh, up under God, Yes, sir. You know, a uh, 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 family is is all to us, man. You know, and and not just to me, but uh, that's Lejeune and I. Yes. You know, we thrive on family. You know, we thrive on family, and 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 trying to balance out that balance out that time, especially yeah. when we started having kids as mm-hmm. well. You know, we made sure that uh, uh, because our our middle and and youngest son. Uh, they were both heavily involved in in activities in, in yes. school and sports mm-hmm. in the whole nine. So, right. if one couldn't be there, we made sure that the other, the other yeah. uh, uh, was there. You know, in the whole nine, and then especially with with uh, 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 CJ, you know, making sure that we groomed his his gift, yes, as well, and, and always instilled into him, yes, yeah, but not just him, but. Uh, our other two sons as yes, well. You know, no matter you know how good you may be, you know number one, you know never get to the point that you think it's about you. Yeah, you know you think it's about your gift. Always realize as well, there's yeah. the next man that can always do it better. Absolutely, you know, and so, cheaper, and, <laughs> and cheaper, yeah, and cheaper, and cheaper. You know. You know, so but 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 having said that, you know, family has always been important to us. You know, yes. so so even when, uh, of course, we're we're empty nesters. We we've, we've been empty nesters for for a while. Good. You know, but but even when June and I are away from each other, we make sure we pray. You know, yes. uh, um, when we start our day, you know, and when we when we are ending it, you mm-hmm. know, we make sure we pray together you yes, know sir. as well you know so uh, uh that's important to us yes yes you are an extremely blessed man you have three uh uh three sons and you have grandchildren and you, five you have five grandchildren wow so you are father abraham <laughs> yes that part that part <laughs> so i mean um and then you have a supportive wife you know beautiful supportive wife you guys were the ideal power couple that oh, we wow. all th- desire to have you know if you're a musician of course you wanted a singer you know you know you wanted to have somebody that was that would understand uh, what you did and and you guys were that example for us so thank you for being that uh thank you for you know sharing your sons with us cj is is my my little guy like you know yes i I, I got a lot of love for cj you know and i want to i never met your other sons but i'm sure that they were raised exactly like cj and he's always lovable he just came to atlanta he just came to Atlanta two months, two or three months ago, and I got to hang out with him and Ira. Yeah, when they were yeah. here, and um, it's just always love, man. I, I remember CJ when 
uh, he was 13 or 14 years old. You were doing the Monique Walker stuff. Yep, 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 yep. And I remember, man, it, even even then, I remember telling Coon, I was like, uh, in just a little while. Yeah, he's coming. Uh, <laughs> see, they, he get ready to hit the seat, man. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's amazing, man. Yeah, great job with him, man. He's always memorable, respectful, and and just the he's one of the iconic musicians of this this next generation. But definitely. he's still old enough to have those good morals and principles that the last he I would always say your sons, your kids are the last generation of, yeah. of you know the, the the old church. I know they, exactly. What you're yeah, yeah, when they when they understand because it's it's a shift that happened after that. That's right. That's right. But, I um, totally agree. Totally but I agree. thank you for for giving them that that solid upbringing. Um, that those true Carolina ways, most they're, definitely, they're gentlemen. Yep, 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 yep. As I call it, uh, uh, that's that big mama in me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, said last question, man. How do you want to be remembered? Man, I'm gonna tell you. Uh, one, of course, you know. Uh, I know this sounds cliche, but one, one that I was one that loved God. You know, uh, loved my family. You know. Uh, in spite of whatever else is going on, yeah. you know, or how good anything else outside of that is, is, is going on, you know, one that always put his family first, yes, sir. you know, and, and one, even outside of the music, one that always represented integrity, you know, that's important to me. Yes. You know, integrity and, and having great character, yes. you know, uh, uh, and, you know, like I say, you know, I think the music will will speak for itself. Yeah, you know. So, so I'm gonna let God do what He does with that as well. Yes. You know, but but outside of that, you know, what's most important to me is that you know that I love God, I love my family, and and that I, I'm a guy of character. Yeah, good character. Absolutely. Uh, with integrity. Yeah, and you are one amazing musician, keyboard player. And just a good guy, man. And I always oh, I say that, man. it's time for the good guys to win. And said you've been winning for a long time, bro. Oh, man, I appreciate that, man. As I say, I'm just trying to keep my shoes tied. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, said, thank you for your time, man. I appreciate you. I, I don't take your time for granted. Um, you could be doing anything, making money, doing something else. And I know your time is money. Hey, man, I had a great time. That's dope, man. Thank you so much, man. Your support means the world to me, man. I, like I said, I started off as a fan, and now I consider myself a brother, man. Most definitely. Likewise. And, and I'm grateful for you taking the time out. Um, thank you for dropping gems and inspiring the next generation, because all we want to do is just give you the tools that people need to keep going, to find their niche, and stay in the pocket, and just stay Most in that groove. And, and you're helping us do that. Oh, man, I appreciate that, man. Love so, you, man. Thank you. Love you, too, man. Episode six. That's a wrap, man, with the great cedric thompson i am so honored that you guys came out to be with us i'm i'm happy like can you believe it i had cedric thompson on my show oh my god wow i mean episode six is over and we're gonna move on to the future to the episode seven we're gonna move on to episode seven with my friend and brother tamir muhammad film producer for hbo warner brothers he's from my hometown we went to high school together and he is a blazing success this guy is tearing up the game with his uh, content that he's presenting to HBO and Warner Brothers. He's from my hometown of Bridgeport, Connecticut. He's in New York City and he is killing the game and he's going to come talk to us about some deals that he has and future content and how he got where he got from city from the city of Bridgeport all the way to the skyscrapers of New York City. So you don't want to miss that hometown love. My boy, 203, Tamir Muhammad is going to be on episode seven on In the Pocket with Chip G. 
thank you for tuning in watching and hanging out with me and said it was a great experience i got to hang with a goat and so i'm hyped i'm gonna let you go because i'm i'm flying right now thank you for coming and chilling with me stay in the pocket and i'll see you soon <laughs>